The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we are here for a Team Tuesday. A Team Tuesday. I like it. That I was like your it. word, Steph. Good job. I know it. Team, <laughs> team Tuesday. I know, I know. <laughs> Why is it a Team Tuesday, Heidi? Because it's our paranormal smorgasbord tonight. Yes. And the team gathers around the metaphysical table with all their amazing ideas and stories and topics. Yep. Good. Yep. Because we're, it's the gathering team, and everyone always has some really good stuff. So here we are um, on, on this thunderous Tuesday, although it's really not thundering, but oh my goodness, you know what? It's raining so much here in the land of 10,000 lakes. It's like just soggy today. Although today, it was uh, earlier today, before I left for work, it was doing a rain sleet snow thing mm-hmm. <laughs> happening all at the same time it was weird mm-hmm. but that's fine i mean we need the the water content i think the we do we the water do. so yeah but it's it's amazing to me that the light that the ice is not out on the lakes yet because i keep having these things come up on facebook that you know the lake by me silver lake has was clear for like three weeks already last year at this time so but it's only the beginning of April. It really shouldn't be clear in March either. Well, you know, it's been Just really because warm. it is doesn't mean that's a good thing, I think, yeah. is what we're saying. Global warming and everything. So. Right. And we're just, we've gotten used to it because the last few years it has been that way, right? Yeah, so it has. Mm-hmm. It, and, yeah, I don't know. But this year it's been a really zinger, man, because this has really been like a normal Minnesota winter, I think. And we're just not used to them anymore. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> We can't yeah. handle it. You know, it's hard. It's hard to deal with. Well, we and get we were just, impatient. And we were just talking about, we, we've been watching the Eagle Cam. So all of you who listen to us regularly know that we had, um, we had Lori from the DNR on a couple of weeks ago talking about those, those little eagles. And they are, just, yeah, I got to hand it to the parents. They just keep those babies dry and warm and well fed in this these downpours and they're just dripping in water you know well i don't i mean it's funny though because to them this is no nothing this is no big deal i mean they sit out all winter 
And they're right. just like, yep. Right. And they have their <laughs> they wings. They just look soggy. <laughs> yeah. Their wings are spread out. And, you know, I've seen them in the summertime, too. So when it's super sunny, they don't want that sun on the babies either. So then they'll sit there with their wings out, too, like an umbrella, right, covering them from the sun. So they're just amazing. They're just amazing, those parents. They're good parents. Mm-hmm. So dedicated. Oh. Yeah. Yep. And my owls are, you know, mama's been on that nest now for about three weeks. So I'm guessing maybe next week those eggs will hatch. I don't know. I would think it's probably easier for her to keep the eggs warm than it would be chicks in because she's in a squirrel's nest. She took over a squirrel's nest. So I don't know. But, you know, it's fun. One to four inches. Oh, I don't think we're supposed to get snow, Heidi, are we? We're just going to get rain. I think it's rain tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, it can change in a heartbeat. Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to I want to address a comment that came mm-hmm. through last week on the I think last week is when we had Lori on about the the eagles, right? And uh someone said it's not paranormal, but you know, it was a good show. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it is it it's around the spiritual and, you know, because we have all sorts of people on the show that, you know, okay, it's not, we're not talking about ghosts and uh, demons and things like that, but spirit animals and, you know, just the energy of how everything flows on this planet. I mean, that's all metaphysical. So anyway, I just wanted to put my little two cents in there because we do that off and on here on the show. And I think it adds a nice, we both do stuff. We both feel Mm -hmm. like it adds a nice twist Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the you know, programming and, and it does really kind of fit with other things that we talk about. So anyway. Well, it does. And, you know, like I, I have mentioned this to you. I don't know if we've mentioned it on the air, but, um, you know, we've had Howard Garrett on before regarding the orcas that I love so much. And I I don't know if I've mentioned it, but Tokate, who's one of the last surviving orcas that they took out of the water, like in the early seventies, um, she really has a good chance of coming back home now and huge movement going on and I'm trying to get Howard to you know I haven't heard back from him yet I've heard from his assistant and whatever but not confirmation but I'm trying to get him and um one of the elders from from the from the Lummi tribe to come on and talk about Tokate because I think it'd be a really good show and I Mm -hmm. think that is very spiritual for for that for the Lummi nation up there and all of the Pacific Northwest uh, nations, you know, and they all are working towards this to happen. And I just think it would be a really fun show, you know? So, but that is not really paranormal either, right? That's, but it is, it's their spirit. It's, she is just so important to them. Um, And spirit animals and, you know, eagles are one of my big spirit animals, you know, this, you know, Mm -hmm. so, and owls. So, yeah, it's all, like you said, it's all woven into the fabric. And we love to we love to talk about all that stuff. Yep. And the comment was that it was a good show, but it just oh, wasn't paranormal. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah. so we've, we've redefined on the show what exactly we talk about in regards to maybe paranormal or spiritual or metaphysical. And we feel that that counts. And we think it's interesting, you know, just mm-hmm. to talk about the natural world around us. And, and part of what we talk about is conservation you know and how to keep these animals with us on our planet so anyway Mm -hmm. i just wanted to to put that out there that you know we feel good about doing shows like that and we hope you enjoy them and if anybody has a topic around some kind of animal conservation or land conservation that they'd like us to look into or if they know someone that would be 
uh, willing to be a guest on our show around those topics, let us know too. Mm-hmm. And we can, uh, Absolutely. we can move on that. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, so I'm working on the Tokate project here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get someone on. They do have every Sunday at, I think it's 3 p.m. our time. Um, they've actually got a Facebook page called the Tokate Organ Network page uh, or the Lolita. I can't remember if it's Lolita or Toki, but they they call it Toki TV. And they have like, mm-hmm. there's like 12 people that are heading this up, including Howard, Um and some representatives from the tribes and just there's like producers in there and there's all kinds of people in there and they talk about what maybe has happened during the last week or like people will say, well, how can she go back? She's been in captivity. And they're like, well, she was seven when she was captured. She will definitely remember what to do, you know, and they're just, uh, it's, it's fabulous. So if anybody's looking for something to do on a Sunday afternoon, you know, tune into Toki TV. It's on at, um, I believe it's one o'clock Pacific time. So whatever time that translate for you, it's, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun hour, you know, and lots of learning, lots of stuff to, to take in. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like Dave said, what's paranormal to some is normal to others, which is true too, you know? Yep. So, so what have you been up to? Oh, you know, Last weekend was, I don't even remember what I did last weekend, to be honest. Nothing. I don't think I did anything paranormal. Oh, I did go for a walk. Yes, I, Carrie and I did go out in the woods for a little bit. But um, it wasn't like a planned thing. You know, it was just like, hey, Steph, I found this trail. Let's go see what we can find. And we did find some things. But the funny thing is, is we're walking down this trail and we turn into this other trail. And I'm like, Carrie, have we been down this trail before? And she said, no, this is totally different. And I'm like, okay, this looks, I may be having a case of deja vu here, but this really looks like the one we were down last summer, you know? And she's like, no, it's not. And then we walked a little bit further and she said, oh, I wonder if it connects to, (laughs) and sure enough, we had been down that trail before, but yeah, no fun stuff. How about you? Oh, let's see here. I had a Reiki one class in Anoka, because you know, Anoka loves their metaphysical and paranormal and all that good stuff. So had a Reiki one class there on Saturday. So I taught Reiki one class. Of course, uh, the rest of my week was full at the studio. And then I had a day off yesterday and I decided to paint my part of my basement. And now today I'm sore because it's a really big room. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So I didn't paint today. I went back to the studio today. So it was good. But it's been, you know, it's been busy. And yeah. it's interesting because, you know, I have to do a first quarter review for my business and get all that paperwork lined up. And it's one of those things that, you know, right after the beginning of the year, it gets real quiet and then it starts to ramp up. And by the time April hits, it's just nuts, right? It's just mm-hmm. everybody's like, and I think because of the weather too, right? You know, people are out. They want spring to be here. And so by the time April hits, people are raring to go and mm-hmm. looking for things to do and looking for yeah. activities and classes and all that stuff. So it just gets real busy this time of year, which is fun. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's fun that we don't have to worry about big snowstorms or anything. And not that we yes. don't completely have to worry about them. That can happen right. anytime here. Yes. But <laughs> as we know, the likelihood of it happening right now is yeah. less. So, yeah. I think people Absolutely. are raring to go. So yeah, it's busy. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, there's just, there's just so much going on. And this weekend, I'll be in Humbert, Wisconsin with um, 
there's just there's four teams, you know, that are with Minnesota Paraconnect and we're having um, a public paranormal investigation, which there I think there are still a few spots. I think there might be one room left, maybe two. I'm not sure. But there's kind of like tentative people getting in there. You know what I mean? But we're also having um, a town hall event. So we're going to talk about cryptids and paranormal experience and all of that. And then we're having the evidence reveal that of things that we've caught there at that crazy, crazy, crazy active hotel. So it'll be fun. But it's another thing that's all weekend, right? You know, because we have to leave super early on Saturday morning and we're there till Sunday and whatever. Just lots going on and lots of prep, you know, to get ready for that. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, so that's what's shaking over here. <laughs> cool. Should be and a fun weekend. It'll be a fun weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Jerry said there's two rooms left. He said in the two chat room. All right. So, so go grab I'm them. And it's, not a, it's, not, it's pretty inexpensive. We priced it a little bit less than we did in the fall because, you know, it's not the fall. People, you know, although I think the paranormal is big all year round. It's just that I think in the fall, things kind of sell out a lot faster, you know, than in the spring. So, mm-hmm. Uh, People are looking for some of that stuff in the fall. Exactly. They want that, the scare yes. factor. They want the yes. creepy factor. So they'll sign up for that stuff, I think, faster. Yep. It sells out faster because that's what people are in the mood for. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. And so, also, it doesn't get as dark as early now. So, you know, if people want to do something paranormal, yep. but they don't want to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning, it's easier to do that kind of stuff in the fall in the because fall. it gets darker earlier. So it yeah. feels like... You know, you're investigating in the middle of the night, even if it's eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, we're hoping, you know, we know there's a lot of cryptids down there. I mean, we went out, we were down there in October, Josie and I and Katie went out just for like an hour. We had like a spare hour and I said, oh, come on, let's go look in the woods. But, and it, and it did, it was pretty squatchy, but we did have a lot of people that came to see us who told us stories about Sasquatch. And the interesting thing is they, they would say to us, there was this one gal who said are you losing time yet when you're I think I've said that on the show oh yeah are you losing time yet and I'm like oh yeah every time we go out you know so I'm hoping that because it's for all these things maybe we'll get some good good ideas about where to look for you know cryptids and maybe we can just buzz over there quick and do that before the ghost hunt because that doesn't start until 11 o'clock when the bar closes you know so and how far away is that uh it's about two and a half a little over two hours, I guess. Oh, that's not too bad. No, I say two and a half, but I think Jerry says it's two hours and four minutes or something. <laughs> Depends on how fast you drive, right, mm-hmm. Jerry? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, no, it's not far at all from the metro area. It's it's really close. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But I'm hoping for some cryptid stories too, because that'll be that'll be really cool. Cool. A little mix up this weekend, then cryptids mm-hmm. and paranormal and all sorts of good mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely. So, how about what do you what do you have going on this weekend? Now, are you doing are you doing any events like that this year? This because I know you usually do something up north a little ways too. At, We're doing um, no. We have um, instead. I'm doing a paranormal road trip, and so oh. we're going to two locations. Not until May. Mm-hmm. We're doing uh, the. Um, Ashford Estates, mm-hmm. I think it's, is it Ashford Estate? Ashford, Ash, no, sorry, I always call it Ashford, it's Ashmore. Ashmore Estates, 
and we're going there and we're going to the Indiana State Sanatorium. So we're doing two back-to-back mm-hmm. overnights. And ah. yeah, so it should be cool. I've seen good stuff about Ashmore. Why do I keep calling Ashford? I don't know. There's probably an Ashford out there. That's why. Probably. Um, anyway, yeah, so we're not doing that until May. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to try and do more of that instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, might do a Halloween. I haven't done a uh, spring event anywhere for a long time. Yeah. It's since COVID. I have. Yep. So, and I don't, COVID and I didn't want to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be doing uh, more of the Halloween stuff too. But mm-hmm. as for hunkering down somewhere and doing an event, I'd rather do uh, travel. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. So it's the paranormal smorgasbord. And one of the things I was thinking about the other day, and Josie actually brought this up one time, and it seems like, and I'm interested to see what you think about this. It seems like those of us who are in this field, especially those of us who have abilities, seem to get things, seem to have like more sicknesses, like autoimmune diseases, migraines, all that kind of stuff. What's your, what's your, what's your thought on that? Mm, no. Sensitive. <laughs> my, well, in, because... in a nutshell. No, I don't, I don't think more. I think, um, I don't think so. And someone told me that as well. Uh, a long time ago, I heard that from someone. She told me, she said, um, she was with another gal. They were talking about all of their ailments and all this stuff going on. And she said, you know, that's what happens when you're in this industry for a long time is you're going to get chronic sickness. You're going to be, you're going to have all these issues plaguing you as you get older and whatever. I'm like, are you serious? No. And I don't believe that that's true. No, but, but what I'm saying is I think for me, like I've always suffered from migraines and yet I've always been able to sense ghosts, see ghosts, spirits, things like that. Mm Mm-hmm even before we started in this paranormal investigating whole thing, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, now I have an autoimmune disease, which, you know, I didn't realize that was one until I was looking into it the other day. Um, and of course arthritis, but I just think it's just kind of bizarre when you think about it. Cause so many investigators I know have migraines. Migraines seem to be the biggest one, you know? And it's like, well, what is that? Does that have something to do with our sensitivities? You know, it's it's kind of an interesting thought. I don't, I don't think so. I think a lot of people have migraines. Yeah, well, that's because true. a lot of people that aren't sensitive have migraines. I know someone that uh, works in my building that has migraines all the time and is not sensitive like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I don't. I think that might be a, you know, trying to piece things together that don't match. Um, because there's a lot of people, I don't have migraines. I don't get migraines. I know and you don't. I've been sensitive my whole life. So, um, I just, I think, um, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know that connection to me doesn't make sense. I think that if you're not careful after doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. if you're not doing things to keep yourself healthy and protected, mm-hmm. you are more susceptible to things happening. Not necessarily, I don't know what they would be, but I don't think, um, like I'm not diagnosing anything, but you yeah. just have to be careful to keep yourself oh, absolutely. healthy absolutely. because I think yeah. I've said this before that any kind of work that you're doing in the paranormal, it's like you're swimming in a yes. swamp, you know, yes. Yes. and that's yucky. <laughs> you don't yes. want to swim in a swamp and then just get out and start walking around. Like yeah. you have to do things to prepare to swim in a swamp and when you get yeah. out to clean yourself right. after you swim in a swamp. Yep. Yep. Nope. I agree with that. Oh. But 
but you know, like in my family, for example, so on my mom's side, we all have migraines. I mean, migraines do kind of trend with families, right? It's hereditary, but so, so does, so do these abilities. And so my whole mom's side of the family, we all had abilities and we all have migraines. So I just think that's interesting too. I don't think they're connected. That's my personal thought. Nope. Because it, you know, there's a lot of families who have migraines that aren't, that aren't sensitive. Right. And then there's families that are intuitive that don't get migraines. My family is one of them. We don't get migraines or anything that seems to be plaguing us that, you know, as we're sensitive that we're getting plagued by. I don't, I don't see that as being something that goes hand in hand. That's my personal idea. Yeah. Well, I just think it's interesting because I think almost everybody I know that's paranormal investigator has some issue, you know, and I don't, it's not from age, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's just something that they've lived with, you know, forever. You know, but they also have these abilities. So, I'm just an interesting thing. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know because it almost. It's almost like there's a if this then that. Like if you're sensitive, then you'll have that. And then no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you know maybe some people are more susceptible to that if they are sensitive. You know. Mm. Or I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's kind of a cool yeah. thing to think about. It's you know? I mean it's it is interesting to think about. I don't think that that's I guess I shouldn't I don't know. I it's interesting right. to think about. I don't yeah. think so, but yeah. yeah. Who yeah. knows? We just don't know. Yeah. Right. I just I you know. So that was my little tidbit. So I've been thinking about that. <laughs> you know, and like I said, even before I ever did this kind of stuff paranormal investigating you know i still see them all the time and and feel them and whatever and i've had migraines my whole life so i think it's kind of cool um lots of psychics say they feel become depleted and feel overly tired oh absolutely i think even when you're just in the paranormal you know when you paranormal investigate sometimes you feel depleted because it depends on yeah now that depends on what you're doing yes you know because yeah if i'm doing a lot of reiki sessions i'm okay but if i'm doing a lot of readings for people i'll be tired i'll be wiped out Mm -hmm. because it's different but Mm -hmm. then that's like i would be wiped out at a really hard day's work too like painting Mm -hmm. my basement absolutely that wiped me out and i was sore you know but it depends on the type of work that i do that determines how depleted I get, you mm-hmm. know, because, oh, exactly. because that's what exactly. happens. Exactly. Well, it's interesting. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll yeah. never know. Just like everything else in the paranormal field. We really just don't know anything, really. Um, but, yeah. So, the other thing I was going to mention is there is this, there's a psychic named Sarah Lemos. Do you know who she is? She's she's really cool. She's a medium too. She was at actually she was at the Duluth Paranormal Convention last. Did you meet her, Heidi? At all? Oh, I might have then. I don't remember the name, but I could have. Yeah. She's really cool. My friend Ladora and Jade both met her and had readings, and they just think she's the bomb. And but she's in this show called um, Ghost Town Terror. It's on the Travel Channel now. Oh, it's a really good show. And I never watched those shows. And one day I was just thumbing through the channels, you know, and that, and I saw her and I'm like, Oh, I have to watch this. It is really a good show. I got to say it's, it's in Montana. Heidi, remember you talked about that mm-hmm. town that you, you guys used to go in and I'm sure pretty sure it's probably not the same one, but, um, 
this woman bought this whole like it's a whole ghost town. It's a whole town, and it's crazy active with kind of some scary things going on. And so there's paranormal investigators, and then there's Sarah, you know, and she comes mm-hmm. in and she's investigating too, and you know, saying what she sees and whatever. But good show, good show. Just for if you're looking, if anybody out there is looking for a good paranormal show to watch, that's a good one, and it's a different one, you know. Cool. Doesn't follow the same format as the rest of them. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think in the chat room, Karen had mentioned she started watching a new show, and I'm trying to scroll back and see what it is. Uh, started watching oh. Upload tonight. It's creepy and disorienting, kind of paranormal. I don't know what that is. I haven't heard of it. Where is it? What is it on? Upload. Hmm. I looked. I tried to look it up, and you can't just Google yeah. it. Because it doesn't, like, nothing comes up that makes sense to me as a show. So, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, fun to check out new shows that come up, the paranormal shows, and see what you think of. Some of them are good. Some of them might not be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's fun when you find one that you really like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, because it, so many of them now over the years follow the same format, right? And it's like, oh, come on, you know. But this one is different. Um, the other one that I that I think is really good is that Kindred Spirits. That's a good one, too. I haven't seen mm. that one for a long time. But this Ghost Town one, so they're on this active investigation, and it's like they're there for a very long time, right? They're out in the middle of Montana, and they're there for days, weeks, whatever, you know, and so every episode is the next level or the next day, whatever they're doing in this investigation, you know. So, yeah, it's fun. Also, Karen is talking about that show now. So she says technology has advanced enough to transplant your consciousness into a virtual world. Oh, man, I, I that's just too mind-boggling for me. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why it's called upload because you're uploading mm-hmm. your consciousness, she says. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, that's cool. Well, I'd have to check it out, but that sounds like you'd have to wrap your mind around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, that would be kind of just crazy. Karen, uh, the name of the show that I've been talking about is called Ghost Town Terror. It's on the Travel Channel. Um, so if you get that, check it out because I think you'll like it. I think it's really good. And I think I think this Sarah Lemos is very, she's just like you and I, Heidi, right? She's not one of these big psychics that blow in there and say, oh, you know, this is what's going on. No, she's just like you and I, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a fun show. It's a really fun show, I think. Um, so, yeah, so any other subjects out there? The, the chat room is really actually a little bit quiet tonight. It is. It's, I think, um, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. It does, it feels quiet just in general, like the universe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, not everything, clearly. There's other things going on on the planet that aren't quiet. But, um, yeah, it feels like just, I don't know, quiet. Oh, yeah. I, you know, well, there's so much. There's just so much going on. I, yeah, Dave is talking about, he was telling me about these infrared, you know, I can't even describe it because I can't remember exactly what he said. But as you know, I've been diagnosed. I have cataracts in both eyes now, so I need to have surgery. And okay. so once they take those away, then s- somehow 
my vision, the vision of people that have this done, you can see things, you know, like things that you couldn't see before because it's a different lens in there. Um, so, so his idea was that maybe we'll be able to see like um, shadow people more clearly or even spirits, you know, because we can see different kinds of light that we can't see normally because you've got this new lens in your eye that's not the normal thing, you know? So, hmm. yes, yeah. You'll have to, well, so when do you have to have the surgery or don't you know yet? Well, whenever I can see, well, it's at my leisure, right? So when I was in there in February, I kept complaining because every year I've had to have my eyeglasses renewed since I've had the retina problem going on. And I keep blaming it on my retina surgery. And my eye doctor said, okay, we were able to to get your vision better, but I don't want you spending a lot of money on glasses stuff because they're not going to help. I'm like, why? And she said, because you have cataracts in both eyes. And I'm like, What? And she said, yes, since I saw you last year, you have cataracts in both eyes. And, I, and she said, I said, are they bad enough to, to take out? And she said, absolutely, because they're just only going to get worse. And you're going to notice progressive progression, you know. And she's, you know, she's right. Like, I used to be able to walk around with, you know, my glasses on my head, like if I was shopping or something, because I can't see close up either, right? You know, so I put them up so I can see what I'm looking at. And now it's kind of like looking through without glasses, if I'm trying to see in the distance, it's like looking through a shower, like one of those glass shower doors that's steamed up a little bit. And it's just getting kind of worse and worse. And even with glasses on, things are not sharp and crisp Mm -hmm. anymore. You know, like I noticed the other day when I was looking at Mama Owl and I just have a dickens of a time seeing her, you know, and I also want to have my camera now because I should just have binoculars because it's got close-up you know Mm -hmm. and that's why right I never used to have this issue you know so yeah it's it'll be interesting um but she said you just have to decide when you do it yes yes and what she said is she said okay I know I've overwhelmed you and and you're crazy because I you know how I get and she's like let's not think about this right now (laughs) yeah she said let's just I want to see you in like four or five months and then she said let's I'll, we'll talk. I'll, we'll talk it through, and we'll get you scheduled. I'm like, okay, okay, good. You know, calm down, calm down, stuff. Talk me off the ledge. You know, so yeah. See, the cornea blocks out a lot of the light beyond the spectrum of violet. Well, you have to to see then what is different. It is. It's if scary. anything's different after you end up having the surgery. You know, and my brothers both have had cataract surgery. It runs in the family just like the retinas, right? And young. I mean, my brother was like 40 when he had his done. And, um, but my brother Joe just had both of his done. So I'm going to ask him if he sees, of course, he doesn't admit to seeing spirits. I know he can, but, you know, I'm going to ask him, what have you been seeing lately since he had that done? Right. So if anything's changed or. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, oh, my goodness, you know what? We've already blown halfway through our show, so we have to go to commercial break. And this is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. 
Sports Geek Ladies Sean and Victoria from Exploring the Paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. Anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And it's our paranormal smorgasbord tonight. And we're talking about all sorts of topics mm-hmm. and events and possibilities mm-hmm. and who knows what. Um, I do have something I wanted to talk about. I was waiting till after the break so we didn't have to stop the story in the middle of the break. But I think I talked about it last week about the work that I was doing with the woman in uh, in, in, in um, Great Britain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we had two more sessions after Tuesday. So we had three sessions last week wow. to do this extraction. And we were able to get it taken care of, but I know that there's some residual energy that needs to be handled. And so, you know, we're in the process of, of going through that, but it was interesting because I was, you know, there's like a, you have to decide like how far you want to go with this kind of stuff because this person is in, she's really, it, it was really bad. And the things that were happening to her were not, you know, you don't want to make it a spectacle, you know, so it's on one hand, do you want people over there that can document what's happening? Because we're not in the same, we're not on the same continent, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm working with her energetically and we've got the phone, you know, that's connecting us physically, you know, sort of physically, but you know, it's like, do you want someone over there like videotaping what's happening? But you don't want it to be a spectacle either. So then you don't do it. We didn't do that. But you kind of want someone recording it because you want to see like what, you know, is there something happening that she's not telling me or whatever. So here's here's what's happened. This is why I'm saying this. Because when she, um, we had a session on Friday and her and her husband were on the phone again as as usual. And uh, Tim was with me doing the session because he, uh, they had the day off from work. So we were doing a session together and we were feeling this thing hanging on 
through, you know, this whole process and working it out, working it out, working it out and hanging on in different spots and whatever. And he said to me at one point, he goes, you know, I think it's stuck here. There's something stuck or something stuck that's keeping it from being able to release, get released. And so do you want to come over here? And so I went over and he was, he was working on her, well, he was over at her on her left leg. And so I went over there and he was pointing to her left ankle and so throughout the session, I'm I'm talking to her, how you doing? You okay? Is anything happening? You know, and she would tell me, you know, it's okay. I can feel stuff, but it's okay. You know, that kind of stuff. She wasn't really saying much. And I said, well, I'm going to move over to your left leg because there's something going on that's like energy is blocked there. And we're thinking it's keeping this thing from being able to release fully, at least over here. So I'm going to go over and just so you know, I'm going to work over here on your left, your left ankle. And she's like, okay. And, you know, I was working on her left ankle, right? And Tim switches sides. So he's over where I was and we're working. And then, you know, we see our spirit guide and he's standing there and he's doing his thing. And so the three of us are working on her. And then, you know, spirit guide says, okay. And we're feeling this thing releasing. And he's like, okay, wrap it up. And so I told her, I said, okay, we're going to close down the session. Because this is, even though it's not a physical thing, it's still very energetic you know it's very she feels this and she was good she got every session she would get exhausted she said the next day she'd be really sore and so you can't push it either I mean you can't just do an eight-hour power session because you know there's only so much the physical body your mental you know health and everything can handle on something like this and so we were wrapping it up for the the day it was about an hour again when she you know, we said, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm like, okay. I said, well, you know, we were told to wrap it up and this might be the last one, but you know, we're going to keep working make sure you're okay. And we get done with the session. We close everything up and just, you know, basically that's what we told her. And, and her husband was there, they were on speakerphone and he said, you know, when you were working, you said you were working on her left ankle, right? I said, yeah. So there was some kind of block there. And we had to to release it to help move this thing out because this thing was being, it doesn't want to go. And, you know, because it's this negative attachment. And Mm -hmm. he said, while you were working on her left ankle, I was watching her ankle swelling up. Oh. Mm -hmm. It was swelling up. And I said, well, that's not, doesn't sound good. I said, maybe you should think of going to the doctor. He goes, no, it's going down now. It's going away. And I said, Mm -hmm. well, you might need to go to the doctor anyway, yeah. Because I don't know what that means, and that right. could be that could be something bad too. There could be other things going on that are medical, not just spiritual or paranormal or whatever. So make sure maybe you go to the doctor because maybe there's something else going on. And I don't. He didn't say anything after. Like I haven't heard from them, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm going to check in with them now because we we're going to have another session. But um, it was interesting because I'm like, oh, that's so interesting that the physical body was responding in a way that, you know, was lining up with what we were seeing energetically. Mm-hmm. So, is, yeah. So then it makes you wonder, like, gosh, I wish we had an, you know, recording, you know, we were recording this, like someone was over there with a camera, but then you go, no, I don't want this person to be, you know, yeah. to feel even more vulnerable because now they're being recorded and oh, what's yeah. going on is already terrible. But, you know, so it's like one of those things that as a, as a person that does this, you want to document, right? Yeah. But then well, do you do as it via a Skype human, you don't want to, you, you know. Can you record it from your side? 
I mean, audio, we could. I mean, I could videotape, but here's the deal. So <laughs> I don't know what there is to watch on our end of things because I've got a, a table, a Reiki table out, right? Mm-hmm. And to anybody else, it looks like no no one's on it, right? But I'm working on this table and I can clearly see her energy field. Tim's with me. He can clearly. And then Spirit Guide is standing there with us. We can clearly see him. And we're getting direction from him. We're doing our thing. Then he's saying, yep, keep doing that. Or I'm going to go over here. You stand now. Go over there. Whatever. So there's a ton of activity and we can see it, but nobody else would see it. So we record it. And everybody's going to watch Tim and I talking to nobody, looking at nothing, Yeah, (laughs) you know, because, I mean, unless you're intuitive and can see that stuff too, then it Mm -hmm. might make sense. But Mm -hmm. to record our side of it probably isn't that interesting. The only thing that would be interesting is recording the audio just to have it for reference. But anyway. Yeah. I thought maybe you did it like on Skype or whatever and you could do, you know, like when we do our little commercials or whatever, we just record it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, we're not doing it on we're yeah, not doing it on Skype. Okay. And and again, for the reason that I mean, there's privacy stuff too. Sure. I mean, who wants, you know? I mean, not that I would do this, but let's say someone did and they just started posting. Well, I mean, I won't even say who this person is or the name or anything no, because no. I don't want to say where this person. I is. I mean, you'd have to have permission, their permission, you know, right on a signed right. document, not just verbal. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not gonna. You know, but just, yeah. So, but it would be interesting even just to have another person just watching and saying, yeah, that really, that really happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so far I think everybody's okay, but yeah. it was scary to have this yeah. stuff happening, you know, that you're under, you know, some kind of a negative entity attack for years. Mm-hmm. And then it gets so bad that you don't even know if you want to keep going because you don't know what to do and nobody believes you. That's just, that's Terrible. just crazy. That is terrible. Yeah. It's just and terrific. I mean, she had a mental health check, everything. She was okay. You know, she did all the things and then they were still like, I don't know. I don't know. What's wrong with you? It's like, no, that's not okay. No, no. Well, I'm glad you guys are helping her. Does she feel better now then? And- yeah. She said that it's getting better and I know that she's still scared. What was interesting too, and I have a friend researching uh, because what Tim was getting too, is he said that he, he asked him, he goes, is there some kind of an old well on your property and they said oh. no and we said no really like old old it doesn't mean you've used it right. or anything and they said no and I said did you guys have construction and they said yeah the neighbors or somewhere in the neighborhood they're doing a lot of uh, construction and stuff I said I don't I think something came up from the ground they must have been doing something and got disrupted mm-hmm. and she's just so sweet and kind of vulnerable mm-hmm. and not well protected so I think she might have been an easy target yeah or something and it used a um, uh it was giving false information about who it was to get in. And so she thought she knew who it was. And then as it kept getting like worse and darker, she's like, wait, that's not you. You're that's no, that's not true. So she realized she was kind of tricked in the beginning. Yeah. Which yeah. is too bad. It's terrible. So anyway, I feel awful for her and we're going to get through this with her, but mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just, it's cool that, you know, because of technology, we can work with people that yeah. are somewhere else. I mean, she could be in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I could still work with her remotely. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the fact is, you know, you're working with someone in Great Britain, and I'm here in the middle of the United States. Yeah. You know, that's not like I can just pop over there no. <laughs> and see her in person. So I'm glad that this works out, that we can do this together, you yeah. know. and For sure. 
Well, that's cool. Well, I hope it, you know, it totally goes away and she's okay. And yeah, because she's really sweet. She's so her and her husband are just nice people. Mm -hmm. And you just don't you don't want this to happen to anybody. But to have it. She's just a really good person. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. You're helping her. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just you can't you can't do that to people that no, 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 no. So. Okay, so in the chat room, they're all talking about Skywalker Ranch. So is this a TV show? I guess I'm not getting the whole deal here. Um, so what's going on at the Skywalker Ranch? Because that's where they used to film Star Wars, right? That's where they did all the technical stuff, from what I remember, anyway. I don't know. Why are they posting either. in the chat room about it? <laughs> oh, because because Joe was saying he's been watching this show that, you know, because we were talking about um, paranormal shows. Um, and he thought it, this one was really cool. There's one that's called Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. Yep. No, What's this that? one is Skywalker Ranch, which is interesting, right? I didn't know there was stuff going on there, too. Hmm. Well, there's just stuff going on everywhere. <laughs> you know um trying to catch up here oh so karen she said she meant skinwalker ranch yeah <laughs> okay that's what i thought too i'm like oh. well there's a skinwalker ranch oh oh so and now of course ranch. there's also blind frog ranch which oh. is kind of the same different they're looking more for treasure i think though at least that seemed to be their they were looking for treasure on the blind frog ranch and that was also interesting. But Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but Skinwalker Ranch was weird. Yeah, you, I know you guys have talked. No, never. Oh. But I know you guys have all talked about it. Yeah. Too. yeah. It's interesting enough. I think that they're trying to make it like scientific, but it's totally not. But it's still mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I suppose yeah. it's scientific compared to other paranormal shows. They're more scientific, but I don't think it's scientific. But it's still interesting. I would well, they're that. all interesting, right? All these shows are interesting. You know, it's just, it's fun. Like I said, it's fun when you find one that's not the same old, same old, same old, you know? Um, well, now Ceiling Cat's saying there is an alien at Skywalker. <laughs> okay. There's an alien at Skywalker. Yoda is on the second floor of the main house. Okay. Well, what about baby Oda? <laughs> Oh dear! Here we, we go. We love him. Oh yes, Grogu. Um, <laughs> I love it. We all love Star Wars, and you know what? Speaking of Star Wars, so they're having um, it's going to be about Obi Wan Kenobi. Ian McGregor is coming out with a a show in May, and I don't know how many episodes there are, but it's all about Obi Wan Kenobi. I can't wait. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It looks oh, so good. I saw something about that, but I didn't see what exactly it was. So that's yeah. so going to be a series. Maybe yeah. is it like a limited edition or something well, or is it an actual it is. series? I mean, it's not like 20 shows, I don't think. I think it might be like eight or nine or something. Okay, but cool. I just saw something on, I don't know if it was Disney Plus or something, and it was Ewan McGregor. And he was saying that um, the first, they're going to release the first two episodes at the same time. And I think it's the week right before Memorial Day. So... That'll be fun. I'm really looking cool. forward to that because I thought he did such a great job at playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, in the in that set of three 
mm-hmm. shows that were out at the beginning of the two th- 2000s. Um, Dave's saying originally they planned on doing a movie wall. I kind of like the idea of, you know, with the limited series better. You know, it lasts longer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So tomorrow night on our sibling show, The Calling, um, they are going to be talking to Myron and Megan. Myra and Megan from Wine and Spirits podcast. So I guess it's a new podcast about spirits. So everyone, that's the calling radio show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So do listen in. Uh, so now they're talking about this outer range. I don't know about that one either. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, Bella from Sim. So Bella from our Sim crew is part of that podcast, I guess. I've never heard it, so I don't know anything about it. But, hey, listen, you know, they'll probably talk about whatever crazy things we're doing, too. Um, but, yeah. Good. There, I think our chat room has turned into a TV I know. show. I know, right? Uh, TV share. show. <laughs> it's like it's a big TV show share fest in the... <laughs> And it seems like some of it's paranormal and some of it might not be. I'm not quite sure. I've totally lost track of the chat room. Me too. It's it's off the rails as usual. (laughs) It's totally off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) And that is okay. (laughs) But yeah, so so that's what's going on. And I just think that there's so much going on. And the world is just a crazy place right now. Can I just say the world is just a crazy place? And I think we're all feeling it. And I kind of think sometimes maybe that's why we're not sleeping well at night. I don't know. That's just what I'm saying. Um, yeah, could be. Could but, be the disruption in the yeah. stratosphere, you know, and yeah. disruption in our our human wavelength that we're just unsettled, not sleeping and all the other stuff. And, you know, I think that, you know, they've seen the Northern Lights. I often wonder if that doesn't have something to do with a lot of different things, too. You know, because that's magnetic stuff going on there, too. The Aurora Borealis. Although, of course, whenever they're supposed to have them here, it's cloudy. So we're never going to see them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, maybe someday. I don't know. I mean, maybe we're not supposed to see them this far south. So then, I I don't know. Well, I saw them once years ago. I remember seeing them in the middle of the night and they were just awesome um here in town you know but that was the only time i've ever seen them and i know they've really been seeing them a lot which is so cool and i know out on in the islands they've been posting the most fabulous pictures you know so i said maybe they'll be maybe they'll be out when we're up there later this month you know fingers crossed i hope so maybe yeah it'd be really fun to see them from the water you know but we won't be out on the water anytime soon, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the pole switching polarity. Yeah, I know. There's just kind of just weird. I think there's just weird feelings everywhere, you know. And I don't know what's what to think about it all. It's just a weird weirdness. I, that's all I can say. I've never felt this before in my life. It's just different. That's Stephanie's official it's description. Different. The weird, weird and weirdness. Weird no, you said different. weird weirdness. Weirdness. Weird weirdness. Yeah, that's, that's it. Stephanie's weird weirdness. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should write a blog post about the weird weirdness happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Karen is saying generalized anxiety plus specific anxiety. Yeah, that could be part of it. I mean, I think, you know, that war is so far away from us, but it's always in the back of our minds, isn't it? What's going to happen? What happens if it comes here? You know, I mean, it's just kind of, hmm. Define normal weirdness. Weird. It's just weird. (laughs) (laughs) Strange. Unusual. Not normal. Crazy. I don't know. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know I haven't been. um, I was going to start walking my dogs outside at night because we like Mm -hmm. to do our night walks. And it's been getting warm enough now. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been doing it because when I go out at nighttime, I hear the coyotes. They're just everywhere. Oh, I everywhere. Guess. And yes. I don't even trust outside at night with my dogs on leashes because I just don't. And I usually carry a pretty big spotlight, like flashlight, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to look for eye shine and stuff like sure. that while I'm out. But even with my dogs close to me on a leash, I don't trust coyotes at all. So, And I know a lot of them aren't afraid yeah, humans. No. So I just I haven't been going out because I want to go out and stand over by the woods by the lake or the river to see if I can hear any more knocking or anything for Bigfoot was my whole point on that. Yes. Um, yes. So we I want to get back that. to it yeah. now. Yeah. But, now that it's getting warmer, Heidi, I'm coming out. Yeah. We'll do it on a Saturday night or something, you know, Friday yeah. or Saturday. Yeah. Um. So we can just sit there, you know, if it's super cold, you can't just sit. Yeah, it's okay if you're moving around a lot, but man, if you're just sitting there, ooh, Yeah, just sitting before the bugs come, or the, yeah, before the bugs come out. Ugh. Mm, oh yeah, and before that happens too. But I, I, I haven't heard the coyotes here, but I know they're around because the other day, what day was it that we had snow on the ground? Was that Sunday maybe we woke up? I don't remember, but Mellie and I walked over at, at the park here. And along the, the the lake shore were coyote prints walking in a line. I'm sure they walked on because the lake is a little bit unfrozen, you know, at the at the at the shore. And I'm sure they went down to drink water. And you know, we've been trying, we've been finding coyote uh, feces everywhere up there, you know. So. Mm-hmm. I know they're everywhere, and I remember when Duncan was here, and I, we used to walk every single day, and I just remember there were a couple of times when we were over there, and then there would be this big one looking at Duncan, and Duncan was such a sweetie boy, and he just wanted to be friends, you know, and I just remember he would get so excited, like, Mom, can we go say hello? And I'm like, yeah, not that one, I don't think, you know? Yeah, I so. just, I there's so many here, I don't know if they just live in groups or if it's just one big group and they split up because I can hear them all around the house mm-hmm. um, yapping at night. Yeah. Lots of them. It's yeah. really, um, there are a lot of them and they're close. Yeah. So I'm just not up for going out and I could go out by myself and that's not a big deal. But you mm-hmm. know, when I go out at night with the dogs, at, you know, for our walk and stuff, it's nice, but not yet with the dogs. No, I think you're probably, that's probably a good thing because they could come yep. right up and snatch one. Your dogs are really small, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're everywhere, those coyotes. And you know yep. what I've seen a lot of, and I know you have a lot of them up where you are, but 
swans have been just all over mm-hmm. down here the last few weeks too, which is unusual. You know, they've been out in Moore Lake and they haven't been in Silver Lake yet, but I've seen them in other lakes, which is so cool. Yeah, we'll have 25, 30 of them at once mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. in the lake. And that happens up here. It happens all, yep. you know, spring and summer, and then they leave again in the fall. But um, yeah, they've been flying in and just tons of them. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. cool to see them sitting on yeah. the lakes now. I love it. So, yeah. No, and like I said, we've seen it a couple of times here. You know, not in my lake over here, but just the one right out not far. You know, it's fun to see yep. it. Yeah, um, it's fun to see all the birds coming back. Yes, I love it. I absolutely love it. Karen is saying that coyotes are having their babies right now, which is probably, yeah, I that time of year. So, and sandhill cranes are coming back. Yeah. It's fun. Spring is fun. Right, spring is just fun. Yep, it's good. It makes it. There's a lot of hope. <laughs> Absolutely. Hope. Absolutely. There's a lot of hope. It's spring. It's starting to get. Hopefully, it'll get green pretty soon. <laughs> if we ever stop getting snow. <laughs> um, but yeah, cat said unless they're starving. I'm guessing she means coyotes. Few, few wild animals will go are going to contact, or excuse me, are going to risk contact with humans to the point they try grabbing a dog off the leash. Well, I'm, I get, I'm sure some of them won't, but there are, I mean, I've told the story before when I lived in the city and I had two coyotes following me Yes. and one was staying off to the side, kind of ma- monitoring from the, the yards, walking through the backyards. And the other one was coming up behind us. I had my other two dogs at the time on leashes. They were both on a, what four foot leash because I don't do the extendable leashes mm-hmm. and they were four foot max because I like to keep them close because they were kind of wild little dogs yeah. and the one kept coming up closer and closer behind us walking right up behind us I was walking down the middle of a city street I didn't want to be on the sidewalk because then I was closer to the other one mm-hmm. and it kept getting closer and closer to us by the time I finally picked up both of my dogs one under each arm it was maybe seven feet behind us. I mean, it was the length of a human behind us. Yeah. Seven feet is not a human. I understand yeah. that. We're just, but like, let's say it was about the length of a human body laying down. That's about how far away it was. And it just kept getting closer and closer. And then I picked the dogs up. And by that point, we got to a street that I waited till a car, this was so stupid. I waited till a car was coming close enough and I ran out in front of it. So that it started honking at me and it scared the coyote away. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know I wasn't going to risk that, you know, assuming that the coyote wasn't going to try and take one of my dogs, <laughs> even though it was right. on a leash. It right. did not seem afraid of me at all. It did not even care. And I did the whole, you read about, make yourself big, yell, scream, wave your arms. And I'm sure it was like looking at me. I did that first. It didn't do anything. After that, it kept getting closer. I'm like, well, clearly that doesn't work. The signs of the park are lying. Because <laughs> yes, that coyote yes. was like, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm I know sure Jerry some of them talks are. About, Jerry talks about when he was here watching the babies for us. You know, he had Nellie over at the park that I'm talking about. And um, a coyote came out of the brush. And Nellie, Nellie attacked because you know Nellie. And the yeah. coyote was scared and ran. <laughs> Well, that I wouldn't doubt. <laughs> yeah, right? Nelly's a beast. <laughs> she is. She is. Oh my gosh. 
Okay, well, I guess the music is on. It's time for us to go. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, to the troops out there, thank you so much for your service. And please be safe. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for all your discussions. Everybody, wherever you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Para X, we appreciate being here every week. Thanks for hosting us. And Sarge, our most amazing producer, thanks for pulling it all together. You are the best. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.